Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Crothy. I'm Halls Burkhardt. Dude, I fucked up. Oh, no. So, you know, we recorded a few days ago, and I was talking, I was talking about, oh, this is our 80th episode. And then, days later, we decide to delay that episode until next week. So, this is our 80th episode. <laughs> and when people listen to that episode, they, they're going to say, wait, I thought last week was the 80th episode. No, sir. Not us. Not me. <laughs> Not us. No, it's not a stoner mistake. Not at all. Not no. this time, anyway. No, it was. It was literally just like, oh, why don't we do an episode about the Game Awards? Like, because yeah. it, it, it's well worth it, right? Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about this week. We'll be talking about the winners. Um, your boy Halls, he may want to place bets on next year's Game Awards because I I nailed most of my picks, like the esports ones and shit. I didn't really know anything about. You did a good job. Yeah, you, you accurately predicted a lot of stuff. Um, and we're going to talk about all the uh, the announcements, which there were quite a few of. Some some legitimately surprising ones, too, right? There was ones that were sus- suspected and expected, but some of them su- surprised me, at least. Yeah, there was definitely some stuff that got me excited. And we'll just, I mean, there's going to be a lot of bits. I'll just let you guys know that ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of bits coming this episode. Yeah, the stream was really fun, man. Yeah, uh, for man. this this uh, the game awards, you know, we had we had old Randy in there. The whole crew was there. Me, you, Randy, Will, Nick, Jeff, yep. just hanging out. It 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 felt like it was super long because it was, but it also kind of flew by at the yeah, same time. I, dude, I'll be honest. Like I can't just sit and watch those things on Me my neither. own. Me neither. I just can't do it. Like. If it's one thing, if I'm watching it and you're watching it at the same time and we're texting about it, I can dig with that. But um, sitting down with like four other guys who are smart asses and it's a it's a Thursday night. We're cutting up, having fun. That was that was a great time, man. And uh, I feel like it came through in the stream. Yeah, man. So listen, first off, if you turned into the stream, thank you. We had a lot of fun. Um, by far, I think the best stream I slash we have done yet was our game award stream. And <coughs> in the future, whenever we can do it for big events like that, I think we will. Yeah. Like it'd be kind of fun to do that for, um, 
E3 stuff. Mm -hmm. I would say Sony State of Plays and stuff like that, but sometimes those are at weird times. Right, yeah, it has to kind of work with the normal people's schedule. Yeah, so uh, as of right now, we'll we'll see how it goes and plan them accordingly, okay? But uh, yeah, and then the next night, we had a monster jam Street Fighter V session with all of us that was once again fucking delightful what mm-hmm. a good time it was yeah i just it puts a smile on my face man that we're playing fighting games again yeah man and uh i i see no no end to that in sight with the way it's got its hooks in all of us by the way for a dude who talks a lot of shit about how he doesn't want to play and he's bad nick had a real good time friday by the way i think so too he was talking shit yeah after <laughs> after uh everybody got like when you got off and i was ha- hanging out with everybody afterwards nick was like i had a ball the night <laughs> i was like good buddy good so um so listen guys i want to remind everybody that there is another special stream this week december i want to get the date right 14th, December 14th, twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. I have a special guest coming on the stream, okay? This is a redemption stream for the last quote-unquote special guest. There's an actual special guest this time, guys, okay? <laughs> so I'm looking forward to this, man. It's going to be fun. Yeah, so please come hang out. Don't make me look like a dumbass in front of a special guest. I'm already going to be nervous, so... Come hang out. December 14th, we're going to be celebrating the release of um, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Renewed or whatever the fuck that, the prequel to Final Fantasy VII. That's what we're going to be playing. Um, Do you think you're going to be able to pull it off finishing God of War? Buddy, I don't, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. So my plan is, right. And, and it's going to bug the shit out of me, and it's going to make me probably unfairly hold it against a God of War if this is how it has to go. My plan is to play it as much as I can until Wednesday. Wednesday night, we'll play Final Fantasy VII, and the special guest will be here. And if God of War is not beaten after that, then I'm going to focus on finishing God of War after that because I'll have to be close. I have to be getting close at this point. You are, yeah. Last night... I streamed God of War while we were all hanging out, and I spent the majority of that time fighting one boss over and over and over, and an optional boss. So it's all totally my own optional. fault. Yeah, like I said, after that boss fight, I didn't fight. I tried one or two more of them, and when they came out with purple health bars, I was like, it looks like it's time for me to hit the old dusty, dusty trail. trail. I'm getting the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> But man, and like the amount of times I got that dude down to like a quarter health mm. and he still beat me. It's it's it really is infuriating in those fights when they get down to a certain point of health. Yes. You can't finish them off. They just start automatically dodging everything you throw and mm. they start launching attack after powerful attack after powerful attack. And it just feels like you have to dodge for like another ten minutes to get in one hit. <laughs> yeah, and then and then like I'll get a hit in when he's got like one health bar left. I'll get a hit in, get a second hit in, get a third hit in. Now he's at like half or a quarter of a health bar left. And my brain goes, keep the pressure on. Finish this mm-hmm. and get the fuck out. That's the, and every time I get killed. Every so it got time. me in trouble too. It got me in trouble. It took me quite a few times to beat that guy and 
I just don't have the patience for him. The, the fights to me don't feel as good as like Elden Ring fights. So, well, I'll say this: when I'm in my God of War groove in one of those boss fights, and I'm dodging his uh, lightning balls and hitting him with uh, relics and all that shit, it does feel good. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't feel good is when they go real cheap. That's what I mean. Right? Like I feel like there's lots of cheap moments. Yeah, I do. I I do like God of War's combat system a lot. Yeah. It's really good. It's deep. You know, takes it, sure it rewards is. rewards like uh, prolonged practice kind of deal. Mm-hmm. I like that that stuff. So, um, God of War. Speaking of God of War, why don't we talk about the winners of the Game Awards first? Yes, let's. Um, man, okay. So you know, I've talked about it on this show. I've made it like a tiny bit that I feel like Jeff Keighley has a serial killer soul deep inside of him <laughs> and like a quiet rage. Man, we got off to a hot start with that. My God, did he give me plenty of ammo on Thursday, right? Right, right out of the gate, man. <laughs> right out of the gate. So they do, um, so, you know, they have a pre-show where they give away the awards for stuff. I guess they think people don't care about, which is some of them I got. Right, but like wasn't best fighting, fighting game. game. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, that that hurt. Um, I hope next year it makes it on the main show. Multiverses one, which I have no, I don't have besides Sifu, which we talked about, didn't necessarily yeah. seem like mm-hmm. it's, it's an fit. action game. Yeah. yeah. Um, didn't have any experience with any of the other ones. I was kind of just pulling for King of Fighters fifteen. That's what I voted for. Multiverse mm-hmm. one. Um, Multiverses has that kind of mass appeal to, you know, yeah, lots of different characters, weird characters. Um, but so the first big award of the main show that they give away is best performance. And Christopher Judge, who plays Kratos in 2018's God of War and God of War Ragnarok wins. That's who I voted for. And, uh, he was a, hold on. Who was that? Who is he up against? He was up against his co-actor. Yeah, the, the kid. I can't think of his name. Sonny Suljic, I believe, is his name. Yeah, Manon that's it. Gage, who was the mm-hmm. lady from Immortality, Charlotte McBurney from A Plague Tale, and Ashley Birch from Horizon Forbidden West. Thank you. Good. Good job, dude. What did you pull that right off? Um, Christopher Judge won, and first off the man was drippy mcthousand drippy drippy mcdrippy gold everywhere (laughs) all gold everything and the man hit the stage and in my experience i it's not like i'm an award show connoisseur i'm certainly not um it's by far the longest accepted speech I've ever seen in an award show right he went hard he did and you know I kind of get it because you're talking like, you know, how often does this guy get to soak in the limelight and get recognized for, by the way, a stellar performance? Oh, well-deserved yes. that, that he won. I mm-hmm. completely agree. Look, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on the guy, No, but after a certain point of time, mm-hmm. it's disrespectful to every, literally mm-hmm. every other single person involved and the other nominees. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it's, it's like, because you you can tell, and, and and this makes sense. They have a certain amount of time this is supposed to go right. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes long. They play. They start playing music. And they, in my opinion, the uh, hey wrap it up music came in generously late. Right, it did. 
And the the bad thing about it though is we're all gamers, and it just made it sound like it was a scene in a video game. Yeah, it so it sounded like fit. he was getting the fucking soundtrack, and he right. just rolled with it, my dude. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um. And you know, it was a touching speech. Granted, you know, we're we're new boot goofing on stream, trying to crack people up and stuff. So you know, we're memeing on everything. No disrespect to Christopher Judgment, but you know, trying to entertain. Um. But. <clears throat> From that point on, anytime Jeff Keeley had the mic and was talking on the, the camera, he had noticeable rage in his eyes and Ooh. made a comment about Christopher Judge's speech. Not specifically, but like a little, uh, he'd be like, oh, we're going to see who wins best RPG. Hopefully they don't take too long. Yeah, you can see it was really funny. Like for the first, I'd say 30 to 45 minutes after that, Every time they cut to him, he was you could see the the pissed off in yep. the face. And then remember he came out and he looked like he had hit the vape pen yep. backstage. Yep. And after that he kind of cooled off a little bit. I think it was when they had that guy come out and perform. You know what I mean? When they got the first musical performance out of the way, he was like, Okay, all right. That Back and animal. animal. Animal coming out saved the show. <laughs> Bruh. Jeff Keeley should abdicate the crown to animal. For next year, Jeff Keeley should not be on stage. Animal should just take the reins. He was yeah. the best bit part of the show, in my opinion. Oh, it was so good. Hearing him talk about Elden Ring oh, was my. just hilarious. You when, know what I mean? Jeff Keeley was like, Who do you like? And he goes, Melania. <laughs> yeah, yeah he's, of Melania. he's like, What's your game of the year? And he goes, Mmm tarnished yeah yeah <laughs> i loved it man i was marking out um uh it was really nice that, but after that he kind of keely kind of settled down uh mm -hmm. but man then we'll talk about it later what happened to cap off the evening i'm sure just made oh, him just my god <laughs> dude <laughs> so um, i have a few words to say about that shit I, yeah. we'll talk about it at the end best performance christopher judge right well deserved game of the year so we're we're not go everybody knows so we're just going to go through them yeah, you know game of the year elden ring we both called it it's our game of the year couldn't be happier with the result of that yeah. vote you know honestly it's my game of the last 10 years i can't really think of anything better since then um and uh boy so i'll be honest with you buddy that's the first time i've seen old hiritaka miyazaki do like you know speak in person or be in not interviewed but you know accept an award mm -hmm. humble dude oh he's it. he's the most humble guy there is man, man. I, that's why i just love him so much he's 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 not like kojima at all you know what i mean like and that's mm -hmm. not a that's not a slight to kojima kojima's uh -oh. like a bit more celebrity you know mm -hmm. he was at this show as well and and i like kojima me i like too. the fact that he's a bit of a character and but miyazaki is just so meek and and he's like so polite and he, all he wants to do is thank everybody else and, and be done with it and make more games, you know? Right. I don't know. And uh, you got to like how during his acceptance speech, he was like, oh, man, I'm paraphrasing, obviously. This is so humbling to win game of the year. But and maybe this is the wrong time to say this, but you guys <laughs> haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, basically. He's yeah. like, I, we got we're going to keep it up. Um, best game direction. Elden Ring. Once mm -hmm. again, that's what I voted for. I feel like it it uh, was des deserved. Uh, 
perfect, right? Yeah, those were the two big ones I wanted it to win. <laughs> I, I mean, the best RPG to me was a shoe in you know, right. that it was going to be Elden Ring. I wanted it to win Direction and Game of the Year. Uh, best narrative, God of War. That's what I voted for. Also mm -hmm. makes sense to me, right? Narrative, the narrative in Ragnarok is its strongest element, in my opinion. I agree. When it's, fo when it's focused. When it's focused. Yeah. I know. mean, the Cliff Notes narrative beat points of that story are really good. When mm -hmm. it gets when some of those story elements get into the weeds a little bit, it becomes a little taxing, a little bloated. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, not just the main stuff like I just got done doing a side quest related to a character named Sigrid. I won't go into anything else. Amazing. Amazing. Right. Little Quality side quest. is there. Yeah, it's there in, in, in points in lots of it. Um, best art direction, Elden Ring. Once again, shoe win winner Slam for that. The park. Yep, like, easy. um, God of War's art direction is incredible, not necessarily breaking the mold a lot from the previous one, right? Right. Horizon. I mean, they did, they did a, sorry, they did a good job with like the colors and all uh -huh. that stuff yeah. in this game. It's a beautiful game, beautiful, but, but I agree, it's not, you know, not much anything different from the first one. Um, Scorn. I think has an interesting art style, but it's a derivative art style. Yeah. Right? For them, honestly, it's like the nomination was the win for them. Yeah. I feel like, you know. Best score music, Bear McCreary, McCreary for God of War. He's a cool looking dude, Yeah, by the way. Yeah. I'd, I'd ask him to be in a band with me. Um, best audio design, God of War. Best performance, Christopher Judge. Games for Impact as Dust Falls. I didn't have a lot of... Um, experience with any of those games but i just like the fact that that is uh, an award and yeah, part absolutely. of the main show best mm -hmm. ongoing game final fantasy 14 online best indie game stray baby the cat game one it's a strong category this year i thought mm -hmm. um, it if, was cult of the lamb neon white sifu stray and tunic right and vampire survivors i think easily could have been in that um conversation as well well, they were in the conversation for best debut indie game. Debut indie, right? And mm -hmm. Stray won that one. Uh, yep. Best mobile game. Who gives a shit? Who gives a fuck? And that's kind of you know, that's kind of sort of the rundown. Well, best RPG went to Elden Ring. Best fighting game, multiverse, like we talked about. Kirby won best family game. So, fan vote. That was the one that was kind of interesting, I guess. Was ended up being between Genshin Impact and Sonic, mm -hmm. and uh, Genshin won. Yep, uh, buddy. The you don't fuck with them Genshin pervs, bro. You don't get them Genshin kids mad at you. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start. We're gonna start playing um, Genshin at some point. We were talking about it during the stream. We sure were. Gonna um, make some anime characters. So I think we should talk about the other crazy thing that happened oh, it started man. off crazy it ended crazy so elden ring wins game of the year miyazaki and his homie his translator are um, making their way to the stage they get on stage and the whole time there's what appears to be a kid standing behind them and i'm like is who is that did he win like a make-a-wish or is he part of the show does he work from from like who is this kid and he stuck out like there was clearly 
something up with this kid, right? Um, Miyazaki finishes his speech, and they're going to leave, and this kid steps up to the mic and says something to the effect of, like, I'd like to nominate my Orthodox rabbi Bill Clinton for Game of the Year, or something like that, right? Mm. And um, we were like, wait, what? Oh, this is something. It's a Kanye moment. Like, there's something <laughs> fucked up going on. Yeah, it's even worse because the dude just snuck his way on stage, mm-hmm. and it was like probably the From people thought he was with the Game, game Awards, Awards, and the, the game, game Awards thought, thought he was with them. the From yep. people. And it's just, it's so fucked up to me that a guy like that was able to just get that close to mm-hmm. Miyazaki. Like, mm-hmm. what if he had just done something crazy? Right. Exactly. You know well, what I mean? Anybody. Miyazaki, Christopher Judge, anybody. Right? Like, he like, could have done getting, anything I'm getting to shaky literally just thinking about it. Like, for real. And, yeah. And, like, that shit can't happen, man. No. And fuck that, fuck that motherfucker. We found out, I found out that he was on InfoWars when he was, like, 12. Yeah, he's, he's like, like a 4chan troll. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll tell you, uh, like, so immediately the internet was lit on fire with memes right of and course they were funny. yeah the memes they were, were always funny yeah we're like so it was like elden ring bill clinton dlc and or it had that kid and it said you have been invaded by a phantom and he was like done up like one of the phantoms it was funny but also the internet immediately went into research mode and found out who that motherfucker was and what a little tool he is too mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you and, don't mess okay. with Miyazaki. Something else that I thought was interesting in that whole thing is uh, Alana Pierce, right? The best mm. writer on the the squad for God of War Ragnarok. She was at the awards, and apparently she got a little shit from security. Like they get they hassled her getting into the show, which she said you know wasn't really a big a big deal. But then. How did that kid get in there and then was able to get on stage? Mm-hmm. If, they're, if they're hassling a writer for Sony Santa Monica, you know, a studio who has one of the most successful games at the Game Awards. They won a lot of awards. Yeah, they won a ton of them. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, man. Uh, God. I thought that was crazy. Like, they gave her shit, but that little 4chan yeah. troll was bunch able of, to get up there. What a bunch of horse shit. Um, we should... And then uh, while we were streaming, that guy, uh, Raw, shit, I'm going to say it wrong and I'm going to sound like I'm being an asshole. I think it's Rahul Cooley, I believe is his name. He's been in some of those Mike Flanagan shows. He was, he's been on Funhouse videos. Um, he's one of those dudes that like I'm familiar with because of that stuff, but mostly I'm familiar with him because of his Twitter presence. He's a dude that likes Star Wars, so he's always got some star wars hot take that are may my i may or may not agree with and um he's not afraid to like slap down trolls and shit online and shit mm-hmm. like that he likes to paint miniatures seems like a cool dude but he's also a dude who it, apparently is ladies kryptonite every lady loves this dude they're all about this dude i get it man he uh uh, uh was Kojima, he the guy we were all talking about was handsome yes Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, so we're just talking, and somebody in chat goes, Did you know he's dating Alana Pierce? And my stomach dropped. And then somebody, I can't remember who it was, said, Uh oh, Halls is going to hate him now. But listen, man, 
<laughs> Man, I don't live that kind of delusion. Of course she's dating that dude. And and what how am I gonna what how would that ever happen? I leave an Instagram comment and she's like, Ooh, I should check out the dude who runs this C tier Star Wars podcast. Come on, who do you guys think I am? I ain't a fucking incel. Just, you've, Im you've improved. You've improved in your uh your self ranking. Normally it's was an F tier. Well, I got to talk to Vanessa Marshall from Star Wars Rebels this week, so I'm feeling a little full of myself. Hell yeah, buddy. <laughs> you should be. Um, While but, we're talking about shit that was fucked up at the Game Awards, we got to talk about Troy Baker's outfit. Man. Look, Troy, Don't I do love that. you, man. Don't do I that love hat. you. Your performances are iconic. In these video games, I'm looking forward to seeing your performance in the upcoming HBO or movie, uh, excuse me, series, The Last of Us. But my God, don't ever do that again, bro. He looked like a dollar store kid rock. That was the joke we made. Someone made yeah. it and we ran with it. Like the bits on stream were flowing fast and loose. Troy Baker was kid <laughs> rock. Every game re reveal was, is this gear six? Yeah. <laughs> I think I called him Kid Rock, but I think you were the first one who started doing the bow with, with the, the bow, the bang, the dang, diggy. <laughs> that, now, that being said, I thought the moment where Pedro and the the young lady who's playing Ellie in the show came out with Troy and Ashley oh, I liked from the it. last I did album, like it. I thought that was real sweet. And like, a, if that was yeah. Jeff Keeley's idea, like I guess even Ted Bundy had a good idea every now and then, you know? <laughs> yeah, despite Troy's outfit yeah and you know i'm a hat guy now so i guarantee you i'm not spending a lot of money on the bit but one day i'll buy a goofy hat like that for stream and will not tell you guys ahead of time yeah since i'm uh, a hat guy now oh uh, well at least i don't get to see him wearing his hat when he records voice lines because he's really good at that yeah so let's talk let's be honest like it's cool seeing these these studios and performers and and musicians and artists that you know bring these games that we love to life. It's awesome seeing them win awards, but the bread and butter of the game awards, which really gets people to turn tune in, I feel, are the reveals. And there were some really cool ones. So you want to start talking about some of those? Hell yeah, man. It's my favorite part too. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so I'm just going down this list that IGN has. They're not going to be in chronological order of announcement, so, you know. Okay. Final Fantasy 16 got a new trailer and a release date. Final this Fantasy was... 16 is coming out June 22nd, 2023. 
boom, this was their basically their closer for the show was their their last big announcement before game of the year. Uh-huh. And I feel like I feel like that's a good sign for two two reasons. I feel like it's a good sign for Square. I think that means they have a lot of confidence in this. Yoshi P was there. You mm-hmm. got you got the chess flutters for Miyazaki. I got the chess flutters oh. for my boy Yoshi P. <laughs> I love it, man. I want the two of them to work on something next. I would love that. I mean, they collaborate all the time, typically with Square Game, you know, in the same umbrella. You know, I'm thinking of like the near stuff they did with uh, Final Fantasy 14. Yeah. So, you know what I think would be cool? You know how and this is just me. This is my fucked up head. But anytime I'm enjoying a game, I kind of think in my head, oh, wouldn't that be cool if this was an MMO? Mm -hmm. I think Square and From need to collaborate on a Souls MMO. But the collaboration is between Yoshi P and and Miyazaki. That could potentially be like a, well, that's it moment for me. Yep. Yep. Like, uh, like no more video games for the rest of my life, kind of deal. I don't Except need another for like one. other from games. Yep, <laughs> when they come out, no, no. But it could be or like Sword Art Online, where I just go into the world eventually. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, I thought the sixteen trailer looked incredible. Looked mm. so good. I have a lot of hope and confidence tied up in Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, man i can't wait for it i'm very excited they need a really strong mainline entry and i think this could be it and i think it could you know uh, propel them forward for you know that maybe the next few entries you know Mm -hmm. um because 15 was good but not great right Right. see i was gonna say like 15 i tried but I, i wasn't able to get very far with it um i just wasn't able to really click with the combat system the combat system was one of those things where you could click with it, but you had to give it some time, and it's an understandable hill to climb giving that combat system time to really sink in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know a, a single goddamn thing about this story, and I've seen all the trailers. I've read the synopsises of characters. I know, like, you know, all the main characters essentially are tied to a summon, right? Mm-hmm. I know there is a insane collector's edition for this game coming. Um let me see. I'm not seeing I'm not seeing anything on my screen by the way. Oh okay. Give me one second. Um I'll pull that up for you. Cool. But um yeah there's an insane collector's edition coming for it that I'm contemplating. I have yet to make a decision on it. Um, and I'm just very excited. The plan is if I can pull it off that I will be doing a 16 hour straight stream for final fantasy 16 on the day of release, man, that's ambitious. It is ambitious. You're going to have to drink some gamer juice for sure. Yep. Yep. I'm thinking of like making, um, uh, a bit out of it where we track how much gamer juice I drink, how many bathroom breaks I uh, cha- uh, take, how many yawns. We'll we'll track Ooh. yawns. The um, metrics. Yeah. The analytics. Um, but yeah, so go ahead and plan on you guys tuning in for that because 
you could get to see somebody die live on stream. Stand by <laughs> me, style. Hey, you guys want to go see a dead body? Um, that's the collector's oh, edition for 16. There it is. Oh, goodness. Yes, that looks amazing. And so, you know, any good collector's edition, as far as I'm concerned, the centerpiece is the statue or figure that comes mm -hmm. with it, right? This one comes with a nice-looking statue of Ifrit versus uh, Phoenix, two of the yeah. summons in the game. It comes with some some pins, a PC gaming throwback of a cloth map, steel bookcase, all that kind of stuff, right? Um, I'm heavily considering getting this. I'm serious. I assume that that uh, digital content is probably available if you order it, like the, the bonus weapon there. It is. Yeah, if you get like pre-order it digitally, yeah. you, you could probably get that. But man, yeah, you gotta love that statue. It looks great. Yeah, and you know, I missed out on the seven remake collector's edition mm -hmm. that came with Cloud on the bike. Um, so you know, I know you didn't, you weren't quite ready to pull the trigger on a um, Elden Ring when that was a thing either. Yeah. Although I do, I do love that Millennia and statue. Fuck, I wish I had, man. Boy, do I wish I had. <laughs> Next time, for sure. Next time, for sure. We um, may be talking about okay. a From game on this episode here soon. Well, I think we will be, because the next thing on the list is From Software reveals Armored Core 6 Fires of Rubicon. Mm-hmm. And I kind of knew this was coming. Uh <clears throat> I've, in fact, like you could tell, whenever Keeley announces anything from From, he he kind of he, he he really you can tell his voice shakes mm -hmm. like when he does it like he really is super always excited to announce their games and I knew they they had one of these coming mm -hmm. and it it's tough to say what it's going to be like yet you know we it was a cinematic trailer um, preliminary half ass research I did suggests that Miyazaki started the game as far as like direction mm -hmm. and then i think handed it off to the guy who was responsible for um sakiro and i believe dark souls 2 and he'll fi he finished it up and that's coming out on everything too that's not next gen or i should even say it's current gen now but you know what i mean exclusive it's going to be on the xbox one and the playstation 4 as well well you know what's um interesting is um Armored Core 6 was announced quite a, a while ago. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to say it was announced first, like, before Elden Ring was announced. It was one of those games that people thought, like, wait, is that, did they cancel that? Is that still a thing? Um, so they've been working on it for a little while, it seems. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and that's coming out this year. They didn't give a date. It just said next 2020. Year. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, that's what I mean, next year. Um, they didn't give a, a solid date. But I would imagine probably in the middle of the year, if I had to guess. Yeah, and it's crazy. The last Armor Core was released in 2012, so almost 11 years later. Mm -hmm, which I have not played. Um, so yeah, in September 2016, From Software president Hidetaki Miyazaki mentioned that a new entry in the Armor Core series was, was in development but would be at the very early stages. Um, so... Yeah, he got his start at From, I believe, as an animator on Armored Core, probably an earlier version. Oh, check this Much shit out. Much earlier version. A reset era user shared details of footage he had been shown. 
In this leak, it was implied that the series would take a new direction inspired by From Software's recent games such as Dark Souls and Elden Ring. Yeah, I expect it to have some kind of DNA with it, Mm -hmm. with that said. I'm curious about it. Like, I'm approaching it almost in like a, not exactly Bloodborne, but I'm thinking like Sekiro, you know, was like if they were to do a samurai type of game. Uh This, I think, is going to be pretty radically different. (laughs) Oh, I think but so too. Still very curious to see what it, what it looks like. I'll tell you, man. A From game, but with mechs, mm-hmm. that like quick pitch alone <laughs> right. has me real interested because I love mechs. So I'm, I am tentatively, tentatively very excited for that. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a tentative day one purchase for me, and I'm not much of a mech gamer guy. Mm-hmm. But if anybody's going to get me to do it, it's going to be them. <clears throat> yep. Um, one of which I feel was like maybe the most surprising re- announcements of the game uh, awards, but one I'm very excited for, Hades 2. Oh, I'm so stoked about this too, man. I yeah. just got Hades again on Xbox and started playing it again tonight with my wife just to kind of show it to her. I think she'll enjoy it. Um, I, so when the trailer started and it was super giant, I was like, oh, cool. It's their next game. I wonder what they're going to do to follow up Hades. Hades was a massive success for them. By far their biggest success yet. And clearly, they're trying to capitalize on that and keep that momentum going. I think it's smart. Mm -hmm. Um, You got a new playable character, which I think is also a good idea and cool. So, yeah, man. Bring it on. I can't wait. Um, Yeah. It's going to take a similar path as Hades did where it will be in early access at first sometime next year um, in the lead up to it being released as a full game. So Nice. Steam users. Yep, yep. Um, game of the year. Uh, well, IGN gave Hades the game of the year in 2020. So um, pretty quick turnaround for a sequel to something that lauded. Mm-hmm. Um, can't wait to see what what they do with that though because i can envision extrapolating on that idea for a sequel and it being really cool right absolutely yeah i i'm curious as to what iterations they'll make on it yeah you know because it'll it's not gonna reinvent the wheel i think but um I think you're, you know, it could be like maybe going from Diablo 1 to Diablo 2 kind of deal. Yeah. On a much smaller scale. I think that's a really good comparison, actually. Um, then uh, another thing, one I didn't expect came as a huge surprise and looks really good is Judas. Mm-hmm. Judas is... Um, Judas, Judas, uh, uh, Judas, uh, is the next game... Uh, created by Ken Levine. Ken Levine famously was the head of the Bioshock franchise. After Bioshock Infinite, he left 2K, whatever division that was of 2K that made those games, and started his his own company uh, post-Bioshock Infinite. This game has been in the works for a long time and has, uh, in, in all honesty, had some un- favorable press about it about how he's uh you know people that are working on it are frustrated because it doesn't seem like he's focused that he's constantly adding new features and and you know one of those situations Uh that was a story from a couple years ago 
So he's dikatanaing. Yeah, I'm hoping he got his shit together. Um, and the IGN description of the footage um, kind of nails up nails what I thought it uh, looked like. Uh, Bioshock in space. Yeah, definitely. It looked cool. The trailer looked really cool. And it was yeah. a gameplay trailer, too. It At was. least some of it was. It was, know? and it's definitely got that Bioshock vibe. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are there is another Bioshock game in development. You know, this is going to be one of those situations where, you know, the original creator's making his thing. He can't call it Bioshock because he doesn't own the rights to that name. And then, you know, somebody else with another studio is carrying that name on. It's going to be interesting to compare those two. Um. It'd also be interesting to see when that actually comes out because there was no even release window hinted at for that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not even next year. Yeah, well, I bet you it's not. <clears throat> it might be announced for next year and then it gets delayed. Right. Um, They announced Death Stranding 2. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, a game I, I never played the first one, so... It it didn't really look that interesting to me, so I never played it. I played the first one, and I kind of got it. I could see how that game could suck me in. Um, it's weird. I like Kojima's brand of weirdness, you know? So, um, I just, I don't know. I couldn't get fully immersed into it to where I was like, okay, I have to power through and finish this game. Mm-hmm. I might mm-hmm. one day, you know, I, I could see how... Um, that game would uh like the second one coming up might make me be like oh i should play the first one um the trailer was your typical kojima weirdness mm-hmm. there was an old uh <laughs> daryl from walking dead what's that dude's name norman, norman reedus yeah the norman reedus fetus um Apparently, by the way, he rewrote that game. He had the story written and rewrote it after COVID-19. So what the fuck was going on in that original story? Uh, I don't know. Um, I'm excited for all my my buddies who are like hardcore Kojima fans, though. So mm-hmm. get hyped. You got a new game. The, the one thing I'd say is like having not finished Death Stranding, I don't want to say like, uh, they shouldn't have done a sequel or it doesn't deserve a sequel. I can't say, right? With him going and making his own studio, I kind of would have liked to see his next new IP before he went back to Death Stranding. Same. I was hoping he would go horror. Mm -hmm. He's been threatening to for a long time and one of these days, I guess, but not now. Yeah, and it's one of those things where like, you know, there's there's fully possibility that he's working on more than one thing at once, and Death Stranding was just the first thing he was well, ready I, to reveal. I certainly hope you're right. That would be nice. Yeah. Um, he's just a guy like... The Metal Gear Solid stuff aside, which is crazy and weird and creative, um, you know, he also did Zone of Enders, which I thought was a cool little take on mechs and kids in mech suits. You know, that sort of mm-hmm. um, trope in storytelling. What, what was the game he famously did back in the day? Was it Psychonauts? Uh, he did... No, not Psychonauts. Um, what is that game called? Shit. Robbo would fucking give me yeah, 40 it's one lashes. Of those, <laughs> it's one of those Sega Saturn yeah, era Police Knots. games. 
Police Knots. Is that it? Okay. Yeah, there's two games of his that came out in like the Sega CD or Sega Saturn era that I've never gotten to play. Um, Snatcher is one of them. Snatcher is incredibly, incredibly expensive. Um, it came out on the Sega CD. And uh, yeah, it's one of those games like if you want a copy of Snatcher, it's super expensive. People have I'm gonna, said I'm gonna look up a let's play. <laughs> yeah. People have said that it's got like um Blade Runner vibes, which intrigues me. Oh, apparently there's like boobs in it. You see that? That's a boob. In the Wikipedia article. Okay, Wikipedia, I see you. And then yeah, police nods, which is another game sort of like that. I don't think police nods ever came out in the United States. It didn't. No. Um so yeah, those two games of his, I'm, I would love to check out. I just have never had the chance. But you might be right. Maybe I should just get over myself and watch uh, a Let's Play. Damn, I would have loved to see what he did with Silent Hills, though. Um, old Il Idris. Uh oh. Uh oh. We lost Steve. Um, speaking of like. Blade Runner and shit. Uh, we got a trailer for the Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty DLC. And they said, listen, guys, in the first game, we gave you Keanu. In this one, Idris Alba, baby. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah. You know, I'm going to check it out. Uh, the fact that it's in, it might sound kind of shitty. The fact that it's current gen only kind of makes me a little more excited about it even yeah you know same same with me um we got and this this one was real early the star wars jedi survivor gameplay play and story trailer with the release date it's coming out march 17th 2023 oh it looked good yeah it looks excellent man yeah i'm gonna uh, have to work in a window to to play that first one are you going to replay survivor right. before this uh yeah or, I mean, fall, in uh order. fall in order yeah yep. yeah yeah i sure will well let's do it together concurrently we'll just you pick the time and i'll i'll do it hell yeah we'll we'll we're gonna be doing it before march that might be what we do after the beginning of the year okay let me finish up uh god of war and final fantasy and then i'll i'll get it because jedi fall in order won't take that long i don't need to 100 percent it again I right. say that, and the next thing you know, I'm <laughs> you're just doing it, searching yeah. for collectibles on Kashyyyk again. Um, <laughs> you know, it looks like they are expanding on the formula from the first one. There is, you know, some different combat styles, some new characters. It looks like you can do like team up attacks with one of the new characters. Um, looks like it's going for a little bit of a darker tone, which is to be expected. Um, yeah. I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Like, the amount of good Star Wars games we've gotten in the Disney era, um, they've mostly been good, but it's just not enough for me, man. Of course. We, we yeah, the more the better. More. Yeah. The more quality stuff, the better. I know <laughs> our buddy Tom Sutton has to be excited about this. Yeah, and so not only does Final Fantasy have a crazy collector's edition, so does Jedi Survivor. Look at this thing, man. It comes God. with... Uh, uh, 
a working replica of Cal's lightsaber. Not like it's a real lightsaber. Like you can put one of those blades in it. It's like a cosplay lightsaber. I should. It'd be amazing. It's like, oh, that's how people got lightsabers. The only people in the world. You had mm-hmm. to pre-order Jedi Survivor. Yeah, and I, you know what I think is kind of cool is they're doing the the limited edition through limited run games, which is a company I really like. So I was stoked to see that. Um, I've got a lot of limited run game releases, all of them Star Wars, because they got the license to um, uh, re-release a bunch of the classic Star Wars games and like these nice limited editions. Um, and I've got most of those, and they're oh, that's cool. They're really cool. They're really well done. So I was stoked to see them doing that one. Quality um, products. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, it was just a cinematic trailer, but I'll be damned if it was not Whew. stunning as shit. It was a a goosebumps uh, moment of the evening. The Diablo Four trailer. Yeah, Blizzard sure can do. Uh a cutscene or, or a cinematic trailer, whatever you want to call it. Whatever intro. they are, you call them. Whatever it is, you call them. That shit is incredible. They're the masters at it. I uh, like the scene of the lady like throwing herself down on the ground and praying while these demons are running at them, and the angel guys like. Yeah, the lady is like she's kind of exhorting the troops at first. It yeah. seems like kind of giving them a pep talk, and then. They're set up in like the big formation where they're all got their shields up, like in Braveheart or whatever. And then mm-hmm. she's in in front of them all. And as the demons are charging, she just kneels down in front of all these troops, like between them and the charging demons, and just like starts praying. And the troops are just killing all these demons while like she's just sitting there untouched the whole time. These demons are getting the slaughtered. It's amazing. Incredible. Yeah. The big ain't though. I love the way. I love that Blizzard Diablo art style for an angel character. Me too. Like, yeah. there's something about it that's just so fucking cool. Yeah. Um, that game comes out June twenty, uh, June sixth, June of next year. Oh God, is June rough, bro. June is gonna be the the tough month. Three I'm gonna have to games, sell some blood or something. Three games, and not just oh, it's it's one game I'm really really excited for, and a couple of little indie releases. No. <laughs> June 6th is uh fucking Diablo 4. June 22nd is D uh uh, uh Street Fighter uh Final Fantasy Final Fantasy 16. And then June 2nd kicking June off. Final uh god damn it. Street Fighter 6. <laughs> oh, oh man, I am so excited about Street Fighter 6. Me too, man. I can't wait. DJ yeah, we got a good trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just—they still haven't technically revealed the last three characters, even though we know who they all are, including Cammy. Cammy has not gotten her Mm-mm. her gameplay trailer yet, so that's that. There's one still to come. the The bummer is that it's it's June. I was hoping that it, that that would be a little sooner. If I'm if I'm being honest, buddy, you. That's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah. <laughs> My only bummer about it, I thought the trailer was really good. I like mm-hmm. that you know that fighter create your own fighter story mode thing that they have going on actually looks pretty neat yeah um, i know you're gonna make a dude who looks like vladi divak i mean uh, there's gonna be know. a bunch of them i'll make alana <laughs> pierce vladi divak uh tifa ben affleck ben affleck from the town um so yeah i can't wait i can't wait i wish it was a little earlier and honestly 
given the fact that they've already done one beta test and now they're taking registration for the next beta test led me to believe it was going to be sooner than june i know right that was what i was thinking i was like april at the latest mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. oh well we'll just have to throw it on the pile with uh, final fantasy and um freaking diablo 4 and uh isn't there something else in june as well or am i crazy well Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League comes out oh. May 26th, which I don't is care the week about before. That. I do. It's the Rocksteady one, right? Oh, oh, oh okay. Sorry. I, I thought this was like something to do with like Gotham Knights or something like no, that. This, no. is, this is a Rocksteady game. This Might is the next, a closer look. Yeah, this is the next um, Rocksteady game set in the Arkham, not, you know, Arkham Asylum universe. They did a really nice uh, tribute trailer to Kevin Conroy, who, you know, vo- voiced Batman and a ton of stuff, including mm-hmm. those Arkham games. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that was cool. I, I'll be honest with you, I'm super confused because it's set in the Arkham universe. I believe after Arkham Knight, and the ending of Arkham Knight leads you to believe that Bruce Wayne is dead. Now, uh, our buddy Jeff did bring it up that it is kind of ambiguous whether he is or not. So... They can write themselves out. I mean, it's a comic book. They die and come back all the time. Exactly. Yeah. They dudes get chopped in half in Star Wars and come back. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and you know what the sad thing about that game is? Because of its um, proximity to Street Fighter, Diablo, and Final Fantasy uh, 16, mm-hmm. I'm going to end up checking that out way later than I would yeah. normally. On sale kind of mm-hmm. deal, honestly. It's just not gonna not gonna have time. Mm-mm. And like, you know, because that... if you like, if we think about it, Diablo and Street Fighter will be weekend games more mm-hmm. than likely, right? Yeah. So you'll be playing. We'll both be playing Final Fantasy 16 the rest of the time, mm-hmm. I would think. So well, hopefully, you, you know, by the time quickly. Final Fantasy comes out, basically at the end of June, we'll have had pretty much a whole month with Diablo and mm-hmm. fi- uh, Street Fighter. We'll be nowhere close to done with Street Fighter. I'm hoping it's awesome enough that that carries us our asses on to Street Fighter Seven. You know, I'm hoping we won't be done with Diablo. Diablo is supposed to be like you know a ton of time. That no, we can put and that's into. what I was going to say. We'll probably, you know, I would imagine we'll have made some decent progress in Diablo, but we won't be done. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, yeah, poor Justice League. Unless, yeah. uh, unless for some reason I get like two two weeks paid time off. <laughs> and I can knock that game out real quick. Um, it's probably going to have to wait. Yeah, that's okay. That's all right. Um, they showed a clip from the Super Mario movie. I know that thing. I know, like, the cool guy, hey, their first album is better than their first album. <laughs> the cool thing is to kind of hate on it, but I don't know, man. I think it looks neat. It looks okay. I'm just going to be extra and just hate that Chris Pratt voice. I don't like it either. Yeah. I don't like it either, but you know what? I love Mario. Yeah, the movie itself is really incredibly well animated it's looking. Beautiful. I like the little clip we saw. It, it looked like a Mario level. Mm-hmm. You know, they're taking like the lifts and mm-hmm. having to jump on, jump on stuff. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Um, there's a Tekken 8 trailer. That mm-hmm. shit looks cool. We're eating good next year, fighting game fans. Boy, are we. Boy, are we. They can go ahead and say Tekken 8 ain't coming out until like the fall or winter, though. All right? Yeah, it's fine. Take your time. Unless they want a surprise drop in like February or March. Ooh, that would be amazing. That would be fun. Um, they got some, uh, hey, 
Brian, Twitter Smoke Brian, Horizon Forbidden West DLC, PlayStation 5 exclusive. I like that. Mm-hmm. Like One of these that. days, I got to play that dang game, man. I got it sitting in my office. I got it real cheap on Black Friday. Physical. That's how good of a deal it was. I um, need to play the first one. Oh, also, Brian, if you really like those Elden Ring guides, they do really nice Horizon guides too. that company. So my goal. So, you know, I've been sort of mapping out streaming, you know, my games for streaming. I was like, you know what I'll do is I'll play the first one. I'm not going to 100 percent it because I want to get on to the second one, but I want to refresh myself on the story of the first one and play the DLC. And I said, oh, yeah, that cool-ass Elden Ring um, guide company did one for the first one. I'm going to go see if I can find it. Too expensive. Mm, yeah, they it's on the second-hand market. Yeah, they do have one for the second one that I'll probably pick up. Mm-hmm. Um, they have, like, they showed some Crash Team Rumble 4 versus yeah. 4 multiplayer game. Eh. There's another like big multiplayer game that I think got us more excited. With the animals? What was yep. it called? Animal Party or something? Something like that. We'll talk. I'm sure it'll show up here. <laughs> um, Warhammer 40,000 Space Marine 2. Our buddy Nick was fully turgid for that one. Looked fun, honestly. It did look fun. Pretty fun. Uh, Earthblade looked kind of n- interesting. That's the next game from the creators of Celeste. I hate that. I hate that name. It's so uh, generic. Somebody in chat was like, it, it put it. It was like put into the randomizer RPG randomizer. <laughs> and I thought that was really funny and and accurate. Um, <laughs> Bayonetta Origins, which is like an action RPG prequel to Bayonetta. Okay. Yeah. Remember when we were like, did they fuck up and start playing some other trailer for yep. another game? Because it d- looks nothing like a Bayonetta game. No. You would think. But it no. looks cool, though. It, it looks more look like cool. a JRPG Bayonetta mm-hmm. versus, like, um, you know, the action game yeah. kind of deal. Looked fun. They showed a Hellboy game, which really hues very tightly to the Mike Magnolia. I think that's how you say his name. Artwork from the, the comic series, which I think is an amazing way to go. Mm-hmm. The game looked a little janky, though, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah maybe that and you know it could be early oh this fucking oh, game Jesus. dude crime this... boss rocket Ra- city this grand theft auto ripoff shit where vanilla oh ice and chuck norris are characters in it they brought out michael madsen mm-hmm. to to read about this game and we should we missed we didn't oh talk God. about al pacino oh. either al, al pacino <laughs> i'm gonna come <laughs> yeah so they hired these really old like movie stars you know and i'm a fan of both michael madsen and al pacino's film work or whatever but it just kind of came across as a little awkward here mm-hmm. i thought both of them especially here at least pacino was trying to just be like reading the lines mm-hmm. this was more like he's in character as, as like a, a tough guy and you should play this game tough it's guy such a fucking grand theft auto ripoff you Saints know oh kind of rip off but watch this shit will come out and get really good reviews and then like a year from now we'll be like how far are you in crime boss steve <laughs> steve i you, am the crime boss have you I met am... danny trejo yet steve what about <laughs> danny glover the two dannies kim bassinger Vanilla Ice riding in my back seat. I mean, if I'm being honest, like they they did the right thing to make me interested in mm. that putting in like a bunch of action movie celebrities and uh, 
B-roll like vanilla ice dick type dudes, mm-hmm. you know, which makes me curious. I'll 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 say that. <laughs> this poor fucking game, my dude. Lords of the Fallen. Oh, man, they're the, already the first one. <laughs> The first one isn't that old, and they're already rebooting. It's not Lord of, Lords reboot. of the Fallen 2. It's just Lords of the Fallen. They're already rebooting. Guys, we, we've learned a lot of lessons from making the Surge and the Surge 2 and the DLC for the Surge 2, and then we all played Elden Ring. What would you guys want to – would you want to make another game? Like, just start over? Just say, pretend the first one never happened? Done. <laughs> um the last of us part one gets the pc release uh march 3rd we knew this was coming they said it was coming um i'm excited for my pc buddies that don't have a playstation to finally be able to check out that game because it's incredible returnal was announced for pc um baldur's gate got a release window of august 2023 Um, baldur's gate baldur's gate 3 yes not the remake not a reboot Um, i hope we can all play that somehow I do too. I think it's it's scheduled to come out on console. I don't know if it'll be day and date with the PC release, but they do have it is planned to come out on console. And if I gotta wait for it to come out on console for us all to play together, I'll do it because that's cool. how I want to do that game. I want to play it together. Yeah, that'd be nice. Um, for Spoken, they announced a demo being available on PlayStation. I haven't checked it out yet, but I'm going to. Keeps looking cooler every time I see it. Man. Yeah, it keeps uh, it keeps endearing itself to me a little more each mm-hmm. time. I agree. There was a Transformers game that I, I watched the entire trailer, did not real realize it was a Transformers game until the end when they showed the logo, and I was like, oh. yeah, eh. Um, Banishers, Ghost of New uh, Eden. I don't even remember that. This was the game itself looked kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I can't remember who the people what the people did who make this game, but it was like Life is Strange, maybe I think is what they did. Maybe which which is kind of like not really what you would think for an action game, but it yeah. looks cool. I don't I'm not a big fan of the name, but whatever. Um, Immortals of Avium. Mm. I have no idea what Remnant to think about that. two. Okay. Oh yeah, Remnant of the Ashes sequel. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Blue Protocol. Now this one looks cool. This is the the trailer we were watching where I was like, I wish somebody played Genshin with me. And Steve was like, I'll play Genshin with you. I'll play Genshin. <laughs> this is a anime inspired MMO RPG that's already been released in Japan. It's just getting a North American release through Amazon Games. It's got five classes. Blade Warden, Twin Striker, Keen Strider, Kel- Spell Weaver, and Foe Breaker. Anime as fuck. Almost. Blade Warden. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Replaced. I. Oh, that, that game, game looks, looks so sick. good. I can't yeah, wait really to good. finally play that. I think it was the last Game Awards where they finally, where mm-hmm. they first re- revealed that. So I hope this game is <laughs> somewhat close to actually being in my hands because i think it looks incredible me too if you haven't seen the trailer check that one out it looks really good um vampire survivors is on mobile this one was a huge uh surprise but was one i'm very excited for and that's dead cells return to castlevania dlc yes i can't wait for this man i already like dead cells and getting to, to like play as alucard or simon mm-hmm. uh it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be a the bloodbath DLC will add new enemies 14 weapons two new biomes a new st- storyline three bosses and 20 outfits oh and over 50 
original and reimagined Castlevania musical tracks. Let's yeah. go. Man, big time. Um man, Call of Duty, right? Um that Dune survival game. All right. Destiny 2, Lightfall. Okay. Amagas. No, thank you. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. That's that's the reveals. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we missed anything. I think there was like uh that Wild Hearts game colossal cave whatever that is Mm -hmm. now colossal cave that is uh from the genius minds of ken and roberto oh that's one okay but it's a remake of an old like listen i'll check it out ken and roberta but i would prefer you came back and were like we got the license for king's quest and i'd say let's go (laughs) but seeing them there on stage incredible like they like you know what i'm saying you want to talk about two folks that deserve some love at the game awards yeah ken and roberta williams man making that marriage last let's get from to reboot king's king's quest (laughs) could combine king's quest and king's field bro be cool i'd play it that's a really good idea Holy shit. It would be I don't so what would 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 it have to be a reboot? A dark and gritty reboot? Of? Yeah, it would have to yeah. be rebooted. Yeah. Yeah, or what you do is you set it like a long time after King's Quest Seven and Daventry is desolated and you are a young hero who's trying to find the three items from King's Quest One that King Graham <laughs> found with mm-hmm. the help hope or help of the ghost of King Graham. I like it. I like it. Get at me, See, Ken and Roberta and Hidey Lady Miyazaki, bro. Miyazaki-san. <laughs> Miyazaki, bro. That's our language. It's like mm-hmm. instead of Miyazaki-san, it's Miyazaki, bro. Yeah. He'd be like, Sorry. I don't like that. You should yeah. do son, son. Can I see your foot? I'd be like, fuck yes, you can, bro. Make it an enemy. <laughs> bro, please put my foot in as a boss. In, I mean... In- we had hands and like weird fingery uh-huh. type deals in, in Elden Ring. I don't yep. see why he won't have a foot soon. But Bruh. if your foot was the model, oh my God. I'd be like, Steve, I wouldn't tell you ahead of time. Sheesh. And then about- I'd be like, when you get to the boss in Foot Castle, pause <laughs> and call me. Okay. Foot Castle. Steve, I'm about just- to send you a video. And it's a video of me doing foot motion capture for Miyazaki. <laughs> He's torqued. He's torqued. Your, your foot has all those weird little, little dots on it. And shit. On it. <laughs> Be real great. Real good. All right, guys. So listen, what were your favorite uh, parts of the game awards? What did you think should have won if it didn't win? What was your favorite reveal? What were you hoping to see? Email us at highpotionpod at gmail.com. Uh, follow Steve on Twitter at Stone Cobra. Follow me at Blue Harvest Pod. Follow the podcast at High Potion Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes, please. Please, please do that for me. Thank you. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Next week, you're going to hear us talking about what makes a good DLC. And at the beginning of it, I'm going to say, oh, wow, this is our 80th episode. But it's not. You know better than that, though. Yeah, now, you guys. Now you're, now you're clued in. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Ah!